Amen. No, it's beautiful. You know, some songs are wonderful and we bless Jesus. Amen. All right. You know, God is great. He's made us in a way that we can make choices. And I pray that you use that liberty to make the right kind of choice. Amen. No, he didn't make us like this chair here. When, when you leave it and you want it here, you have to carry it and bring it here. It won't talk, it won't move, it won't do anything until you take it back. God made us such that you can sit, reason, and decide what you want to do. And we should not take it for granted. We rather ought to take advantage of the way God has made us and use those free choices to make the right kind of choice. Amen. And I, I see a lot of people throw things to God and say, you do it. But you see, He has made you such that He can reason with you and lay the options down for you to make a choice. Praise the Lord. And, and, and so this morning, we're just going to touch on something briefly on this matter. Um, choice of life or death is yours to make. Praise the Lord. I see from the scriptures, and it's so very clear, that you can decide to choose life, and you can decide to choose death. It's, it's, it's a matter of choice. But I don't see why, when life has been opened like this, you will not take advantage of it. And so, in this matter of the choice of life or death is yours to make, I want you to take a very serious advantage of. And what is God saying when he mentions such things? We'll look into the word of God and see what God is pointing it out. And so, Father, we are grateful to you for this morning. And especially the gathering. The Bible makes us understand that where two or three are gathered in your name, you are right here. And so, Lord, we are grateful to you. We pray that your presence here with us, your presence in us, and your presence here with us would certainly, Lord, do something in our lives to your own glory and for your name's sake. And as we hear your word, may your word have a free course. And may your word do your will and accomplish your will in us. Thank you for utterance. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, I said, everyone said, don't relegate or relinquish the choice that is yours to anybody. Make the best with your own choice. Hallelujah. And I, I see, you see, life, as far as Jesus is concerned, is yours. When you have him, many people have Jesus, but they are limited in their understanding about who Jesus is. I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to know the life that you carry. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 and 12, listen to what the scripture says. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And, no, haven't finished. And this life is in His Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 12 says, 
He who has the Son has what? Let me hear you. May sing it with such a vim. Has what? And he who does not have the Son of God does not have? My God. I love this statement. You see, if you will only understand this, a lot of things will be put down and you will walk victoriously at all times. The Bible says, you see, and this is actually telling you what choice you want to make with Jesus. There are many people, they are very comfortable in church. They are comfortable to be identified with everything else. But not that commitment to Jesus who produces life. See what scripture is saying. And this is the testimony. I want to show you something. Can you give it to me in NLT, please? NLT. This is, and this is what God has testified. This is what God has said. This is what God has shown. This is what God is saying. And I mean, this is, listen to who is speaking. This is what God, hallelujah, our Father, give it to me in Amplify, Amps. Listen to this. And this is the testimony, that evidence. Let me hold that for a moment. This woman here is holding an iPad in her hands. If I, she places it somewhere and I steal it. I'm not supposed to steal it. And I steal it and I start using it. And then she doesn't see for a long time. Like somebody who stole my watch many years ago when we were in school. Wonderful. You see, if you're a man of faith, eh, it's good to keep faith. This man stole my watch when we were in school. And uh, that, in those days, not many people had watch. Eh? So my, my uncle sent it from London. And I cherished it so much because it had few futures. And the guy took it. And uh, we checked and checked and checked. We never found. But I prayed. I was still a child of God. And I prayed and I said, Lord... This watch, I wish I knew who took it. Please help me out. We finished school many years after school. It was such a good watch that one day I met this man who was my senior. I met him in Tema. And he said, hey, Dennis, how are you? I said, senior, how are you? He said, oh, we are trying. And he lifted his hands and I saw that. I saw my watch. At least God showed me. Praise the Lord. All right. Now, I was talking about this iPad. When I take it from her and I steal it, and then she doesn't see, and after some time, she gets to know that this iPad has been stolen by this man. And then she comes to say, this is my iPad. And then I say, no, this is mine. I bought it at Kuala. And she says, I bought mine in the United States. And then she takes me to court for the judge to sit on the matter. And the judge comes around. And so the, the only thing that will help the judge to be able to decide is the evidence. And so when you see something like this, this is the testimony, the evidence. I want you to know that when you have Jesus, you have life. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm not talking church. I'm not talking about I belong to this, I do this and I do. You know, all those things you do, it's not the matter I'm talking. I want, who is Jesus to you? And are you making a choice of Him? You see, when I see the impact of the Lord Jesus in a man's life, I can tell you that you will go far if you really knew this man who is life. And that's God's evidence to us. Amen. He says that God gave us eternal life. God gave us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son has no life. There's no two ways about that. 
There's no religion here. There's not an issue of, I, be, I put my head, forehead four times or five times in the day. I, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with that. If you have Jesus, you have life. If you don't have Him, you don't have life. Are you listening to me? If you have Jesus, you have life. You see, the Bible says that God gave us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. You cannot have life without Jesus. One of my daughters was cleaning my room a few days ago. And you know, today all kinds of things. She had her phone on, and then as she was cleaning, I was in the study and I happened to come to the room and I heard this loud voice talking about an Islamic man, a Palestinian Islamic. The combination Palestinian and Islam. You don't have any idea. They are hardcore people who hate people who believe. They will kill him if they had an encounter. And this testimony, as I heard this person speak, the man said, and he was giving the testimony in church, he said he was quite close to the leaders of the mosque. And he was a very radical man. Radical only in the sense of targeting anybody who is called Christian to finish him. And then one day somebody met him and said to him, I want to give you a Bible. Immediately he rejected it. Bible? That's it's not one of the things we should read. We are told. I won't do it. But a man persisted. And one day he said, I want to know what is in this Bible that this guy is trying to force me. Okay, you bring it. So he went and hid himself and started reading the Bible. And as he was reading, he got to the point he says that, love your enemies, pray for them, do good. He said, how is it possible to love your enemy, pray for him and do good to him? And he was affected by that simple message that Jesus spoke. And finally, he went to his mosque and started asking questions to the imam there. And the imam said, why are you asking me this question? You meaning you are reading Bible. You know it's a taboo. He said, please, 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 it's not a taboo. Answer me. And the man could not answer. And this man gave his heart to the Lord. But the thing that affected me is when he was giving his testimony in the church, he said to them, he was crying, he said, why? Why are you not telling us? Why? Why? In fact, we may put up a, a facade that when you are coming, we don't want to hear. But may I tell you, deep in us, we are dying. If only you will give us this life. And today, Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my King. Jesus is my everything. You are sitting here. May I tell you that Jesus that is in you is far greater. If you don't know him, you better run for him. This is God's evidence. This is God's testimony. This is God's proving fact that he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son. I'm not talking partial. I want to know Him. I want to know Jesus. No matter how I've gotten to know Him, I want to know Him. People are identifying with churches, identifying with, with preacher men, identifying with pastors. Don't identify with me. Identify with Jesus. He is the Son of God. He is God's evidence. He, you see, if you have Him, you have life. If you have Him, I'm not talking about physical life. Everybody will die. But even with that, may I tell you that if you have Jesus, you have victory. Let me tell you something. I'm an Ashanti boy from the center of Ghana, somewhere there. there are, we don't have a sea in Ashanti region. They have few rivers. So most Ashantis don't know how to swim. Including myself. And one day... I, I was in Los Angeles and I was forced by my host as part of the treatment. Why? 
to go to go to the shop and we bought from the mall a floater and a swimming costume. And I knew that as long as I was on the floater, I was safe. And there were some little, little boys who were swimming with me, like, and they were swimming like fish. So these boys, they couldn't understand why this African man is on the floater. Because he doesn't know how to swim. He didn't know, they didn't know that. And in the course of life, they removed the floater. And they removed the floater at a very deep place. And I was there, and I started losing breath. Hey, in the, you know, I think I have a little idea about Jonah, eh? So in the course of the, I said, when it was getting critical, I said, Lord, I don't think that you want to send me home now. I still believe that I have a lot more to do, Lord. Please, have mercy and deliver me. And Lord, you see, if I have you, I have life, Lord. As soon as that prayer went forth, somehow my hand came up like this and my wife was sitting and said, the man, he doesn't know how to swim. And somebody came and saved me. The Lord came to give me life. Whoever has the son has life. You don't understand what that means. So many of us are getting so scared about many things. I, I, another time, I think about three, three or four years ago, I was coming from 16 hours flight, Los Angeles to New York, New York to Accra. When I came back, my feet had, uh, uh, were swollen, and I, I thought it was one of those things. And so I said, okay, let's go check. And then I went to the hospital, and we were talking with the doctor, and he said, what is wrong with you? I said, ah, I came here, and this thing is, 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 he said, hey, your feet, okay, go there, go there, go there, do something, drop line, all those. By the time the doctor came back, his face has dropped. Reverend, is my nice doctor. He said, Reverend, um, when he said them, um, the way he said them, um, then I knew that the man, he was afraid for me. He said, I'm sorry to tell you, I cannot take you home. I cannot let you go home. I said, why? He said, this thing that has happened, it's a very dangerous thing. I said, what dangerous about it? My feet are swollen. It's up there. What dangerous is it? Meanwhile, when he was coming this time, he came with different doctors, eh? Five of them sitting, everybody was looking at me. And then we were talking. He said, your feet is... I said, yeah. So, how can't I... Hallelujah. And so, the man was so scared, he would not allow me to go home. And then he started explaining. He said, there's a blood clot in your feet, and it's dangerous, and it can burst, and this and that. And, I said, and especially if you had traveled, God save you. I said, I came from 16-hour flight. Then every doctor was looking and said, and you are alive. I said, whoever has the son has life. And God had mercy on me. And so when we took all the information, the Doppler, the this and that, some young doctor in Kolebu I, who did the thing for me to take it to my specialist at Tessano, we came, the young doctor, when he finished with the thing, he said, Reverend, can we talk? I said, talk, yeah. He said, what do you do? I said, I preach. He said, you preach? Do you have associates? I said, of them. Can you hand over to them? I said, why? You don't want me to preach? He said, we don't want you to be standing on the leg. I said, but that is the job called, God called me to do. So if I don't preach, how would I go about? I, I'm not trying to be disobedient, eh? Amen and amen. Oh, uh-huh. I see your amen tells me that you are not uh... The man was very uncomfortable. But as I was coming, I had to speak some things to myself. And I said, Lord, how is it possible that I come on Sunday and come and sit this chair? Or probably I won't even sit here. You know, when they arrested me there, they, made, they lifted my leg. And there was another woman we knew. Anytime she came around, Reverend, the leg. You know, they almost put so much fear into me. And then I said, hey, if I continue like this. I will be like Elijah who has to retire quickly. And my ministry will not be... Listen, if the God wants to carry me, after all, I will go to heaven. But he who has the Son 
has life. You, your response are dangerous. You, who has the son? Aha! We are talking now. He who has the son has life. May I tell you, let your focus be on Jesus. When you have him, things may be seeming as if you are dying. But may I tell you something? He who has the son has life. Psalm 118. And I have heard people, 17 to 18. I've heard a lot of people preach about it. Praise the Lord, it's a good thing. Would you want to read the scripture for me? One, two. Hallelujah. One more time. You know, sometimes when you go for, when you go to some meetings, the pastor will just mount up and then he will say that I confess with your mouth. That you shall not die. You will live to declare the works of God. You know, it's very stimulating. And then you see the whole church. That's when even the weakest, their strength will come. I shall not die. Live to declare the works of God. I, I shall not die. You know, they, we will say, we will get excited. But may I tell you something? The one that gives life. He who has the son has life. The emphasis is on Jesus. If you don't have Jesus and you even say, I shall not die, you will die. Because the emphasis is not on your mouth talk. The emphasis is on the Jesus that lives in you. Praise the Lord. Let's not miss this matter. I've been at meetings when it was so, 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 I shall not lie, die. And people were so excited, I shall not die. But you see, the emphasis is on the Lord Jesus. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God has no life. It's as simple as that. And if you go a bit up, I think in the verse 10 of this, Verse 10 to about 12. I love what he said. Do you know that sometimes everything around you may be pointing to the fact that you are dying? Like the doctors told me. And it's almost four years now. Four years or three years. My, you are my calendar. Yeah, I never remember anything. See, she will have to tell me. I think three or four years. Something like that. But you know something. This Jesus that I serve, until I finish my matter... I shall not die by this, because I have the Son. And he who has the Son has life. Praise the Lord. Would you like to clap your hands, all ye people, as you rejoice that you have Jesus? If you don't have Him, you have to surrender and have Him. Praise the Lord. People are not excited about it. Now, I want to tell you something. I love it. All nations surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Hallelujah! Sometimes, situations will engulf around you. Situations will come to you in. But you see, there is something we have. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and he is saved. You will be saved by the name of Jesus. You know, brethren, let's develop this relationship with the Son of God above everything else. You see, you read further. All nations can come around you, but in the name of the Lord you will destroy them. Verse 11, the Bible says that they surrounded me. Yes! You know what that means? Yes means that it, there's an evidence that the things around me are so clear that I am being suppressed by them. But he said that they surrounded me by the name of the Lord. But, but in the name of the Lord I would destroy them. And in the verse 12, he also said that they surrounded me like bees. Do you know that sometimes your situation will be like bees around you? They are, they are bees. What did they bite or they what? They sting. Sting, yes, they sting. But not one, eh? 
Because the Bible says bees. Your eye, your ear, your ear, your ear, your ear. They can surround you. But listen to what the Bible says. That the Bible says, They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For the name of the Lord, uh, for in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. May I tell you, there is no reason why you don't want to give in to the Lord Jesus. Why? Why? There is no tangible reason. He who has the Son has life. You may even be here this morning, you have Jesus. But you see, the way sometimes people have Jesus and the way they carry Jesus, I don't know. But me, my Jesus, I'm carrying him properly. I spoke Asante Brofo. I'm carrying him properly. I didn't carry him properly. Amen and amen. I love, I love him. I love him. My Jesus. I want him to become so much alive in me. The choice of life and death is yours to make. See Deuteronomy. I want to show you something. See Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse uh, 19 and 20. See, see, see. I'm, I'm setting it today before some people and before even the saints. Choose which one you like. Who's going to read it for me? All of you are going to read it. One, two. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Verse 20. That you may love the Lord. Length of your days. And that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. To Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob, and to them. Praise the Lord. You know, today I'm setting before you which one? I set it before you today. It's not compulsion. If you want Jesus, you want Jesus. If you don't want Jesus, nobody, nobody will force you. Hallelujah. I love Jesus. I know, I know, you don't know the number of things this my Jesus that, that has taken me out from. You have no idea. It's not only in this life, but above, you see, there are some of us, by the grace of God, we will not die until God says, come home. The devil can kill me. Hallelujah. So sometimes, when, you know, sometimes when you are sleeping, and you have some things chasing you. Huh? Black horse or black black horse or black dog. Huh? Uh, oh, yours is lion. Black lion. Have, is there a black lion? Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody's one is black lion. Oh, today black lion will go. Ah, what is that? Already, uh, the lion, they are lions. And if they are black, then it can be very, very, <laughs> it can be surrounded around like the Bible. All nations will surround you. Hey, black lion. Even in the physical, I haven't seen black lion. But thanks be to God, he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God, Yamutu. He has no life. Why, why can't we be excited about Jesus? Why can't we, how, why can't we just love Him? Why can't we just, just... Listen, there's a certain development eh, that you must get into when it comes to Jesus. You must develop to know who He is. I heard a man preach about it last week. That I may know Him. I may know Him. When you know Jesus, brethren, may I tell you, when you know Him, you know Him. You are like a tree that cannot be moved. 
few occasions the devil will come and do this, but it doesn't matter. He cannot uproot it. Praise the Lord. I am so happy. Mama, we are holding on to this Jesus and we are going to hold on tight. I'm not going to be playing as if you know. Yeah, me too. I don't like religion. I like faith in the Son of God. Hallelujah! Some of us can be so proud of our church, can be so proud of our pastor. May I announce it to you? I don't want you to be proud of me. If there is any pride at all, let you must be proud of Jesus. You can get excited about me, but on the fact that I'm presenting to you Jesus. Amen. Now, I look at the scripture and I see, and I'm just too excited. Look at that. He says that I call heaven and earth as a witness today. If there is anybody here who is not born again, I call heaven and earth. Today to you, that if you don't have this son, you get up and say, Pastor, what shall I do to have him? Because when you have the son, you have life. Praise the Lord. You don't have to sit down and think about, you know, I will be shy. and this, You'll be shy and go, to, and go to hell. He who has the son has life. You see, some of us, I thank God for Jesus. We were fearful people. But now, hey, even if Satan comes to stand here, I will chew his ear and say, I have life. I thank my God through Jesus Christ. God has given us, and this is the evidence that God has given to us. He who has the Son has life. So, if you are dreaming... If, if, like it happens, sometimes you are walking and um, the devil is speaking and say you are going to die. You are going to die. May I declare to you that if you make room for Jesus, you will not die. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes the slightest thing you hear or you feel in your body... The, the devil takes advantage and he begins to say, Hey, it could be this. So let your mind and your heart be on the fact that he who has the Son has life. He who doesn't have the Son of God has no life. I love what he said in the New Testament very much, you know. Um, quickly, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9. I love what he said very much. I love it very, very much. You know, sometimes... The fact is that we will go back to the Psalms, you see, because he says that you can be surrounded. You can be surrounded. And I love what he said. He was very plain. He said, yes, I am surrounded. It is true that some things are indicating to you that things are bad. But may I say to you, no matter what. Listen, I was under the water. It was, the evidence was that I was in. And the evidence was that I was losing breath. And the evidence was that any minute from now I could go to heaven. And the evidence was that, oh, are you going to leave your wife here to carry dead body? The evidence was that, hey, who is going to save you? The evidence was, was that Satan came around and said, you see, now today we are here. You will see who, you will see who you are. And I say, Firiho, he who has the son, say to your neighbor, he who has the son, has life. He who has no son of God, Yamutu already. <laughs> ah, Jesus, you are wonderful. You see, Paul was speaking here, and this brother Paul, I mean, if you read the whole chapter, you come across a lot of things, but I took this particular one because he says that, as known and yet, uh, as unknown and yet, well known. The one who knows us is the Lord. Praise the Lord. As dying. And behold, we live. Ah! I don't know how many of you have gone through this before. 
when probably you have some situation and then the best people, the good people, like doctors who have studied and wonderful people, they sit and they are alarmed. And, you know, that's why I like doctors who, when they talk with you, even if the thing is dangerous, as they can see, they still must tell you there is hope. You know, that's my professor daughter. When this small boy in the Kualibu there said, Reverend, go on retirement. I said, do you, I almost said to you, do you know what it means? All the people who went, went on retirement in the Bible, they went too early. I almost told him. I said, this man, I don't know him. So he would say, this pastor is too rough. But when we brought the report, I was looking at that, my professor, Dr. Tu, and me too, I was ready. Okay. Okay, uh, when are you traveling? Because I hear you go on crusades too. I say, yeah, we have two months. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Just put on the long socks. It's okay. It's a little exercising. It will dissolve. I say, ha. Ah. Hallelujah. <laughs> to dissolve. But the young doctor it was. Satan hired him. I said, this guy I'm sending you here today, let him go on retirement. I couldn't believe the man could say that to me. But you see, as I was sitting quietly, I said, hey, if I don't preach, what am I going to do? I'm not working for KLM anymore. And so you want that. And there was something, oh, come on. Ah! So when I was coming from the doctor's office, hey, and you see, when it is like that, eh, the devil will send five demons whose voices are loud. Yeah, you see? You see? You see? And in fact, on top of that, may I tell you something that also happened? On top of that, my broad pressure was also up. And I said, Prussia. So now every day, then I said, Lord, as for broad pressure, I beg you, let's deal with this matter first. So I kept praying and believing God, and I said, Lord, he who has the Son has life. And then I, I bought a pressure machine. So from time to time, you will put it there, and you will see. Then I observe that I forgot the medicine. And I put the thing, and it was correct. See, I'm not saying do like me, eh? I don't want you to be disobedient to the doctor because you don't know anything. Ah! The following day, I said, I won't drink. The pressure was the same. Then I started thanking God that I'm healed. I started thanking God, Lord, I'm healed. I'm healed from this broad pressure. That was last November. Last November until now. I went for my checks yesterday. Uh, when was that? Uh, Madam, when, when would I go to the hospital? Because I don't remember anything. Friday, 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 Friday. And then my doctor said, oh, let's check. So the young lady who had to take my report, as soon as I sat down, then he put the thing and made... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. I didn't check my own, so it made... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. And then I said, he said, he said, hey, you, you are a very healthy man. 11080. I said, Obayuyano Kwari. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. One year now, the Lord has set me free from that. Because I, how, 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 He who has the Son. And this one is coming. The same way he too will go. Because you see, I will stay with Jesus until I see his glory. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? 
There is no single person in this life who genuinely threw himself on the Lord Jesus and was disappointed. Nobody. And I can tell you that if you give in or no obey, he will do it for you. See, the kind of faith we're talking about is so simple. Have the Son of God. Have the Son of God. And you will have life. Have not the Son of God, you will have troubles. Hallelujah. So, walk with Jesus in a manner that you can talk with Him. You can, you can feel Him. You can tell Him the Lord... Well, this is what they said, and I don't know, but I know that even there was somebody who said, you said to him, you know, if you have faith like this, it can happen. The man said, well, I'm not sure which kind of faith I have, but if you think I have unbelief, please help me out. You know, those prayers, me too, I pray. I said, Lord, I, I, I know I trust you, but if you think I don't have much faith, even the little I have, please do something with it. Sometimes you can be surrounded by all kinds of things. Recently, I, I, I don't know what it was. See how young this nice handsome man is. I don't know what it was. Then there was such a pain. I said, ah, can't you leave this man alone? Pain, pain, pain. And I said, I'm not going to mention nothing to anybody. I, you know, this one, you will know by all means. She's, she's the one that, there's a pain here. So she can help me in prayer. It was bad. In fact, some days, eh, I'll be preaching. But there will be this pain into the arm. I, I said, ah, I haven't. Why? Why, why, why? Then I have to just switch on and say, Lord, <laughs> you know the scripture that I have to fight with. The, let the weak say I'm strong. And let the one who is suffering in pain say, Ah, I thank God today. I'm healthy. Now, when Satan begins to hear you, confess that, confess that, confess that, you know, one of the tricks of the devil as I come to a close is this. You see, our brother Job, when he really, really was dealing with the man, and he had a second chance of dealing with him, one of the things that he said was this, that as for man, he loves his skin. He loves his skin. So if I can deal and squeeze the skin, he'll say, Ayay! and he'll give up. So then I know that Satan sometimes would like to... So the more he pressed me in the pain, I said, God. You come to my room, you watch films. I make my own films. I don't know whether sometimes she looks at it, but I make my own films. Pain, no, also. <laughs> Why? Because, you see, I must fight the good fight of faith. Because, you see, the Son of God has told me that if I have Him, I have life. And, you know, it is so... It, the devil will want to do everything for you to think that, yeah, this one, this one, this one, and then instead of keeping the joy of the Lord, you know, you will pass all your anger on the people who haven't done anything. If you are not careful, you say to your wife, please, 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 please. You don't know I'm suffering. <laughs> and the devil will start, I'm cutting him. He who has the son. Why are you not talking? He who has the son. You know, I'm praying that that will sink deep into your spirit. So it will make life easy for you. He who has the son. He who does not have the Son. You know what that life means? Life here and life eternal. He who has the Son. You are not like the first service people. I must pray for all of you. Lord, 
these people, let the faith sink inside of them. He who has the son. That's right. Now at least the understanding is coming. He who has the son. He who has the son. Blessed be Jesus. You know what that means? Let me tell you something. We don't have no juju. We don't have anything to combat anything. We All we have is Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Don't be worried. When the spirit of worry comes, turn to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord, I call on you because you have life and I receive life. Otherwise, what is going to happen is that you will be in church and you are sitting in church and then pastor will be preaching and you say to yourself, you pastor, you, you don't know what I'm going through. No matter what, the Bible says that even if nations surround you, you will overcome them by the name of the Lord. This morning, sickness and diseases, infirmities in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who died and resurrected has taken care of it. Hallelujah. He who has the Son, make that choice now. Bow your heads with me as we pray. Probably someone invited you to church. You've been going to churches. And um, as preachers as we are, we always want congregation. But I want you not to only be a congregation because that's not my priority. I want you to know that you can have life more abundantly. When you willingly, I love one scripture very much. It goes like this. To them that received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. To them that received Him. Power to live as a child of God depends on how you receive Jesus. And if you are here today and you don't know Jesus, you say, Pastor, I want to run to this my Jesus. I want to, I want to give Him place in my heart. As we are all in the mood to pray. And you want Jesus. You lift up your right hand wherever you are and I will see you. And I will pray for you. Quickly, don't waste time at all. He who has the Son, as many as received Him, He gave them the power to become the children of God. Wherever you are, you lift up your right hand boldly that I may see you, that I may pray for you. Very important decision. A choice, yes. Let me see it boldly. Lift it up. Yes, my sister over there. High up. He who has the Son has life. Lift it up. Lift it up. Don't be ashamed at all. Don't be afraid. Don't look to nobody. It's your decision. It's a choice. I call the heavens to witness it for you today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. He who has the Son, you will have life right now. Now, now. Without any delay. Stand to your feet. Those of you with your hands up, stand. And just come to me right now. You know, Bible says that any man comes to him, he will never cast them out. Just come right now. He who has the son. You know, I was 12 years old. Only 12 years old. On the park. And then I heard somebody preach. As young as I was, I could hear this vibration in my heart. That, hey, if you go for this Jesus, it shall be well with you. Remember, tell you the 12 years that I was, you have no idea the things I could do. I knew how to do every evil. But when the Son of God came, He terminated the ability of evil and gave me life. And today I stand here and proclaim Him. I know what I'm talking about. I haven't gone to borrow anything. I have come to tell you what I have experienced. He who has the Son has life. Blessed be God. Gentlemen and my sister. You're going to start experiencing good life. All the foolish things that the devil borrows your heart to do will be terminated today. 
You see, sometimes there are things that you don't want to do. You find yourself that, sorry, there are things that, sure, you don't want to do, but you find yourself doing it. Find yourself misbehaving. Find yourself stealing. Find yourself fornicating. Find yourself talking, lying. All these things that the Bible have listed and said, those who do such things, they will go to hell. But you see, you have no control. But may I tell you that when the Son of Man comes into your heart, He will terminate that sin. And He will occupy your heart. And He will turn you to become a new person. And I thank God for you. As you are standing there right now, ask the Lord. Tell Him that I know I'm a sinner. I don't deserve anything from you. Please forgive me. I repent of my sins. Tell Him yourself that Lord, I repent. I have sinned against you. I never knew. I was not told. But today, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. God bless you. I knew you were coming. I'm so sorry. We'll wait for you. She tell the Lord and say, Lord, I genuinely repent because I want replacement. I want you to come and occupy my heart. Release them, dear Father. Release them from the shackles of sin. Oh, as they repent in their heart, please. Thank you for your name that is breaking the power of sin over them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I see a release for you. Whoever the Son sets free will be free indeed. I see a release. I sense it high. Because Jesus would always release. Thank you, Lord. Now, four of you say this prayer after me. My Father in heaven. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for inviting me to Jesus, your Son. This moment, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I cannot help myself. But I come to you now. Come to ask for forgiveness. Please, Father, forgive me all of my sins. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. Declare the good works of the Lord. You will serve the Lord all the days of your life. In Jesus' name, Amen.